Now, the Supreme Court's been short a member since February, and President Obama's current choice for a replacement, Merrick Garland, has not been granted a hearing uh, by the Republican-controlled Senate. And now that uh, Obama's going to be succeeded by Trump, what chance do you give Garland of getting confirmed? And, and can you imagine a scenario where Obama declares the Senate has abandoned its role to, quote-unquote, advise and consent and simply appoints Garland to the bench? I think, unfortunately for Merrick Garland, there is about a 0% chance that he is going to end up on the U.S. Supreme Court at this point. If there was any chance you know, that he could have gotten on the Supreme Court, it would be uh, for Obama to make a recess appointment. But liberals, conservatives alike, uh, basically restricted the president's use of the uh, recess appointment power uh, a couple terms ago by saying that... Um, the Senate can determine for itself when it is in recess. So all the Republican-controlled Senate needs to do is uh, have pro forma sessions at the end of their uh, regular session, and uh, there's no chance to use the, the recess appointment powers. There is some precedent for this. So uh, before President Johnson tried to leave office in uh, the late 1960s, he tried to appoint uh, the successor for Earl Warren. So Earl Warren announced his retirement pretty late in Johnson's term, I think with the hope that Johnson would, would replace him. Um, and what uh, President Johnson wanted to do is get Abe Fortas, but Congress wouldn't have it. Johnson wasn't able to do that, and so the appointment ended up falling to Richard Nixon, who appointed Warren Burger to the court. On January 20th, uh, the Republican Party is going to control the president's office and both houses of Congress and potentially the tie-breaking vote in the Supreme Court. And is there a precedent for this type of situation? It is absolutely a pivotal time on the Supreme Court right now. Uh, what I could see is that the politics of these upcoming Supreme Court appointments could end up being similar to uh, the very divisive, very ugly politics that we saw in the 1980s when um, Reagan tried to put Robert Bork on the Supreme Court. But I have every expectation that Anthony Kennedy, who is the current swing vote, who was replaced, uh, who was appointed by uh, a Republican, so he was appointed by Reagan, and is 80 years old. I have expe every expectation that Kennedy is going to uh, retire uh, within the next few years. Because he's the swing vote, that's going to end up being very contentious. What future cases could be affected by a Trump Supreme Court uh, appointee? Affirmative action is very vulnerable right now, and uh, the precedents are set up in such a way that if uh, a 5-4 conservative majority decided to do away with affirmative action in education altogether, they could do that. I think the Voting Rights Act is very vulnerable. So the Shelby County case from a few terms ago um, you know, effectively made the Voting Rights Act defunct, but I could see uh, a 5-4 conservative Supreme Court majority putting uh, the nail in the coffin of the Voting Rights Act. Um, I think abortion is vulnerable, uh, although there uh, the politics is so contentious that I think even a 5-4 conservative majority is going to be cautious uh, there in ways that maybe they wouldn't be with affirmative action and, and voting rights. But also I think if there was some hope after this election that we would see Citizens United overturned and uh, a return to more aggressive campaign finance regulations, I think that hope is, is, is gone.